You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend, Richard Sweatman, about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. Hey there, Joe Clark. Great to be chatting with you again for another episode of Homegrown Faith. How are you doing today? I am well, thank you, Richard Sweatman. It is a windy day today. It is, yes. It's... I was driving past uh, our streets and noticed a car who uh, no longer had its wing mirror due to a oh, branch no. that had fallen on it. Uh, and that's uh, yeah, that's life in uh, leafy New Lambton Heights Garden Suburb area. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> right. That's area. right. Well, what I have to tell you is related to the wind because mm. I discovered that today the average wind speed was around 32 I think, kilometers per hour is what it would have been. Uh, but yesterday afternoon, it's important for you to know that it was around 45, wow. <laughs> 42. Is this your weather important. station, Joe? Well, no, I, I just Googled it. The reason okay. being because um, I had a real face palm moment. Like, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. what emojis you use when you're texting, but I use face, face palm. It's like a way of expressing just how dumb yeah. that was when, it, when, you know, words don't work. It's and a very uh, handy emoji, that one. It's uh, captured. Handy. A lot. Nice. <laughs> well punned there. Um, oh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't deliberate? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I use that emoji with some frequency. Mm. Anyway, I wanted to facepalm myself yesterday because I got home from work and there's been this job hanging over me for a little mm. while, which is. I got new security screens put on the house last year. And when the installer ran me through the security screens, he said, you need to use this special cleaner and you need to clean the screens with this special cleaner every so often. Otherwise, mm. your warranty is voided. Mm. And I'm a big believer in warranties. So mm. I, this has been hanging over me. So I finally got to it yesterday. I just needed to do something physical outside. The hose was there. So I washed some Windows screens. And I thought, yeah, look at me. Then I got a bit excited. I was like, right, while I'm on a roll... I'll vacuum the leaves out of my pool because, mm. you know, there are leaves in my pool. I'll vacuum them out as well. And then I thought, well, while I'm doing the security screens, I'll wash off the front patio as well because, mm. you know, I was on a roll. And yeah. I finished all this and I could notice that the wind was getting up and then it really got up <laughs> very high to like mm. 45 kilometres an hour. Mm. And the le- there were so many leaves in the pool. All of the security screens were covered in leaves and dirty again. <laughs> and my front patio looks like I never washed it. And I had this moment where I was like, this was a key time when you should have checked the weather app before you start. <laughs> yeah. You'd feel like I hadn't really achieved anything in the time that I just worked very hard. <laughs> yeah. Face, I, I can picture you doing a face palm. Yeah. Oh, man. I just had to get out. I took Ted to the dog park, nearly got blown over because I was just really grumpy. <laughs> I was just like, man, all my hard work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, sorry well. to hear that, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the leaves would have come back anyway, so they've just come back a bit quicker than it's usual. so true. So true that, you know, like the wind comes, the wind goes, the leaves come, <laughs> the leaves go. Anyway, and what you, about you, you have, mate? You haven't voided your warranty, though? I was, I was worried I, that you cleaned it the wrong way or something and voided your no, warranty. I have executed in the way instructed – my warranty is secure. <laughs> okay. It's just dirty, but still under warranty. warranty. <laughs> That's exactly. Well, I have washed it, and that is how I keep the warranty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. Well, uh, I thought I'd uh, give you and the listeners an update uh, that I did go to my 30-year school reunion. <gasps> oh, cool. Uh, I shared in the podcast <laughs> a little while ago. I 
you know, girded my loins and drove down the freeway and nice. um, went to the uh, sort of fancy bowling club on the North Shore. And uh, yeah, it was uh, quite an experience. Um, so a few reflections. Um, I, very quickly, people greeted me <laughs> and recognized me. I think oh, that's nice. people did better recognizing me than I did them. Um, <laughs> I'd even done some research. I'd pulled out my old uh, yearbook, the one made by the students, to sort yeah, of nice. run through names and photos. And, and a yearbook that, by the way, hasn't aged well. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's, um, there's some sort of sexist comments that you probably wouldn't put in a yearbook in 2023. Um <laughs> But uh, so I'd re- revise to try and remember a few names. Um, but then, yeah, um, yeah people were very were, were friendly. That was great. And um, the uh, I just, uh, you know, talked, gave people my full attention, talked to them, asked people what their memories of Barker were, and, and um, which is my school, Barker College. Um, and, uh, yeah, some people had memories that I, of me. I had, I had none of them. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I had to work hard. Give with the smile and the warmth. Um, yeah, it, it, it came back slowly after a while, um, but it was encouraging. Some people had become Christians and and gone oh, into wow. Christian ministry who who were not living as Christians at a college as far as at, at school as far as I could see. Um, and uh, yes, the interesting thing was the people's warmth and affection increased during the night, along with oh. the uh, the number of beers they'd had. So. Oh. <laughs> I was getting hugs by the end of the night. Um, <laughs> well, you do like a hug, so yes, I'm quite comfortable happy? with hugs. Yeah, no, I was happy with that. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was time to go. I think the party was heading in a, a more lively direction um, yep. by about ten o'clock or ten thirty, and so yep, I, I was done. But um, very glad I went along to my school reunion oh. and uh, felt that just that connection. You know how I don't know. We we talk about sort of life and coping and life strategies and, and so on. One of, one of the strategies for, for life and, um, yeah, avoiding burnout and other things is, is connections. And so yeah. here's a connection. It's still alive and, yeah, let's make a connection and, and I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll see these people again perhaps in 10 years or crossing paths in other ways. But it was good to just keep a connection with the old school crew there. So there you go, Joe. All done. That's, that's really nice, Richard. The idea that I would maintain connection with people who I've lost touch with. Yeah, I, f- I find that um, hard to work out how to do. And mm. so there's a real warmth to what you're describing there, just a kindness of, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll be friendly, I'll be part of it, that I like. Mm. Yeah, good on you, mate. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. But um, okay. my question, on. though, just before, oh, yeah. just before, did you add anyone on Facebook afterwards? Oh, I, I did, actually. Yeah, I added, it happened. Um, <laughs> I had one this one person who'd um yeah become a, a Christian and was doing ministry out in the country, oh. and I was going to add someone, but found that we were already friends, and so <laughs> I didn't have to add them. <laughs> so you've made a lasting connection. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Um, Psalm right, seventy six. Well, yes, what are you what in the reading. Psalms? Fantastic, Psalm seventy six. Yes. Yes, and um, I just enjoyed thinking about something that just popped up as part of the psalm. So Psalm 76, a psalm of Asaph, and it talks a lot about um, who God is, of course. Um, And I'll just read the first three verses. God is renowned in Judah. In Israel, his name is great. His tent is in Salem, his dwelling place in Zion. There he broke the flashing arrows 
the shields and the swords, the weapons of war. Um, <clears throat> so anyone raised in the 90s and early 2000s at high school would have watched the Salem Witch Trial movie with Winona Ryder. And so whenever I read the word Salem, I get distracted by it because I'm like, I think about the Salem Witch Trials rather than the Bible passage. Turns yeah. out the, the word Salem is not in the Bible, the actual word, like um, oh, right. English word. Um, it's a Hebrew word that talks. It's that means peace. I have discovered, mm. um, but the actual word Salem in the Bible, as a uh, proper noun, is only there four times. So, mm. but I just decided to. I was like, right, I'm not going to think about one owner writer in Salem witch trials. I'm going to think about what it's actually saying. <laughs> so when it says his tent is in Salem, his dwelling place is in Zion. I think it's a um, parallelism of where God is, and mm. Salem and Zion are being paralleled. Yeah. And Zion, of course, being the holy city where God dwells. Yeah. And sometimes that's referring to Jerusalem on earth, I think, but mainly heaven. I don't know. Mm. Anyway. But I got looking at Salem and I looked it up in the Bible Gateway and did the compare NIV Holman mm. and the ESV. It's really interesting just to think about the idea, given that the word Salem means peace, Yeah, that God's dwelling is he's put a tent in He's pitched a tent in a place called Peace, and he's dwelling in this place, this holy city in Zion. Hmm. And then he describes that as God breaking the flashing arrows, the shields and the swords and the weapons of war. Hmm. And it really got me thinking about how um, at Christmas time, when we call Jesus the Prince of Peace, and when we think about peace as a quality of God and then yeah. a gift of the spirit we get in you know, Galatians 5, that that's no small thing, that God breaks arrows and shields and swords, like all the weaponry mm. that would be so visually representative of conflict and battle and mm. death is done away with. Yeah. And instead he dwells with his people and his name is renowned for that peacefulness. Yeah. Um, anyway, and so I just thought about the peace we have in Jesus and the peace we'll have in eternity, and the peace we have now through the Holy mm. Spirit. And yeah. I felt really thankful. Yeah. Oh, and no. so that's Psalm 70. I didn't get much further into thinking of the rest of Psalm 76 because it's interesting. It does have some other um, interesting battle language in it. Yeah. But I just enjoyed thinking about the idea of God getting rid of swords and everything. And anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, these are the. Um... Yeah, this is the military hardware, the technology of the of its age. The, uh, yeah, that's right. Quality arrows. Um, yeah, yeah. The the uh, metal work and mining that's behind shields and yeah. swords. Swords. Yeah, it's like the the guns, the tanks, um, yeah. the drones, the, the drones of today. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That God would bring bring peace. That's a, a great longing that we have. Yeah, yeah, and it, it gives it, it's that hope. Um, we we see it in part now, but we have a hope of eternity in um, there being no more enmity ever. And mm. it was just nice to be reminded of that today. It's not that I'm in. I mean, I think with the Israel Hamas stuff going on, it's a little yeah. bit on my mind. But yeah. um, particular that really wasn't what I was thinking about. It was more of peace with God, that He is peace, and so we get to be with Him. Yeah, and we will have that joy of being his child and being peace at peace with him yeah 
So when you read Salem in the Bible oh. now, you can think of peace. Yep. Not uh, the, gonna, the, yep. the trials. Yeah, not the wish trials. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you see, you even see it in the word Jerusalem. Jerusalem. It's in. It's, oh my goodness! It, I'd never picked in... that up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Hopefully, other people have just discovered that too. That's great. <laughs> That's right. The city of peace. Yeah. <gasps> Wow, I think I probably have heard that and forgotten it. But that's good to hear again. Thanks, mate. It's just another place to see the word peace in the Bible. Mm. (laughs) Good one. Anyway, what about you? What have you been reading? Well, I've just finished reading a book called Doing Life with Your Adult Children by Jim Burns, uh, which is, um, yeah, I saw sitting in the um, once on the, uh, the bookstall of the Wandering Bookseller and then a friend of mine, Ben uh, posted that he was reading it on um, Facebook, and uh, I I do have an adult child now, and um, yes, yep. So there are all sorts of reasons to pick up this book, and um, read it quite quickly. It's a it's not a long book, and it's quite lively. Got got lots of um, yep stories oh, and fun. ideas, yeah. And um, I, I I enjoyed it. Got a lot out of it. I thought um, so. He's he's just writing a simple like a, he's a pastor who was I think years ago was asked to do a seminar on. Um, raising your adult child and he was like oh man i need to go to that seminar i can't i'm not qualified to teach on that one but they insisted and so he did something and it was everyone went to the conference went to the seminar and that sort of thing and then he got asked to do another one and so he's sort of reluctantly become a a, someone who's well read and and well practiced on teaching this topic even though he's uh, very humble and (laughs) talks about his own (laughs) failures and needs um but yeah good it's there's some great um chapter titles in in there um, chapter one is you're fired, um, <laughs> talking about you know your role as a parent of a child. You're fired. Um, keep, your, keep your mouth shut and the welcome mat out is another one. Um, why is it taking my kids so long to grow up? Is another chapter. Um, a, a failure to launch um, when, when your grown child violates your values. So yeah, he's wow. he's really putting his finger on on the tough topics. Um, but I found it very good, uh, very very timely. Um, I'll just read a, a little quote from one of the chapters here, as under the under the subheading of "Don't bail them out." So this is, yeah, Ooh. helping kids not to be entitled. He says, "If you take on the consequences your child should be experiencing, you are robbing them of an opportunity for growth and change. Their crisis doesn't need to be your crisis. Crisis is almost always self-defined, which means that what you consider to be a crisis may not be a crisis to your child, or vice versa." Don't allow your adult children to make their problems your problems. Oh. <laughs> so, there's, a, there's a lot packed in there. Um, <laughs> Gosh. So, yeah. So um, uh, I, I think I agree with what he says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I think, um, yep, I'm my, I do have a big heart for, for my, my children or nearly adult children. And, yeah, there's a real value in there and um, letting them experience consequences and uh, mm. not to uh, rob them of these opportunities for growth and change. So, mm. I mean, that's a pretty good example of, of the kind of, um, yeah, things he writes about. Lots mm. of love and connection and grace and warmth, but also, um, yes, yeah, just stepping back from that, the sort of thing you used to do as a, as a parent of a young child and um, mm. letting your adult children, um, yeah, discover life, yeah, for themselves. So, mm. Mm. Yeah, it was good. As you read a book like that, I imagine like I don't see many things that are the same level of investment as parenting. Like parenting is this deep, you deeply desire to be a good parent. Mm. Did you wrestle with 
felt like a sense of failure? How did you bring that to God? Like, how did you do the work that the book caused in you? Mm, yeah, yeah. No, I think while well, I would pray after each chapter, mm-hmm. after each reading, um, I uh, would, um, yeah, try and make small changes mm. that that day, that moment, and mm. then um, yeah, sort of kept a bit of a a conversation list with uh, with my wife Jen. Here's some here's some things to talk about, um, mm. and uh, which there's no super urgency there, but yeah, just trying. Yes. Uh, Turn that Chat. into a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. That's a great approach. Mm. Mm. So, um, yep, doing life. It's. I mean, you and I, we're big believers in reading books and, <laughs> and reading yes. books on different different phases of life, stages, situations. Uh, yeah. And so, yes, um, it, it's it's a great book. There's not loads of um, loads of Bible on every page, but it, this is, um, yep, if you take it in the spirit for in which it's been written, yeah, great, yeah. Um, helpful. Uh, book, a lot of great conversation starter, and yeah, happy to recommend. Oh, well, well done at reading it, mate. That sounds good. Mm. But uh, yeah, we're <laughs> out of time. Been great talking mm. about face palm moments in the cleaning in the windy day experience, 30 year <laughs> school reunions, yeah. Psalm 76, and doing life with your adult children. <laughs> and maybe you're reading a book right now. Why not do what Richard has done and think about who you could discuss that book with? Um, maybe you could talk about it with a spouse, friend, growth group, fellow growth group member, friend from church, uh, child. Yeah, we'd encourage you to, as you're reading, why not have a conversation, enjoy some conversation with someone enrich, enriching that learning experience. Indeed. But anyway, we are out of time and I will talk to you next week, mate. Look forward to it. See you, Joe. <laughs> Bye. Bye.